Wapping Project is a, a vision which encapsulates new work, the commissioning of writers, poets, choreographers, composers, filmmakers, video makers and photographers. Hello and welcome to the latest episode in the podcast series Pass Forward, the Whopping Project at 20 with your host, myself, Gareth Evans. And we have a very distinctive and topographically special uh, encounter for you this week. Uh, a real outreach project showing the new direction the Whopping Project uh, is travelling in. Of course, since it gave up the hydraulic power station in uh, the London Docklands and moved off to Nomadic Projects, now absolutely internationally. A very, very special project that brings four wonderful Amani women artists uh, to you uh, uh, in conversation um, and also, of course, uh, in uh, the supporting material that you will find on the Wapping Project website, wappingproject.org. Now, before we welcome the artists, I just wanted to give you a sense of how this project came about because it was very different from earlier Whopping Project commissions. It started when, of course, current co-directors Thomas and Marta um, were on a British Council uh, research trip to the Gulf uh, region in April and May 2018 as part of the uh, programme scheme that they applied for. They met uh, in Amman, Hassan Mir, the director of the Style Gallery in Muscat, and, and started a creative conversation with him um, about how the Wapping Project might engage, of course, with artists in the region. And uh, it became clear that there was a, a great opportunity uh, to support early career women artists and show contemporary work um, in the gallery space uh, in Muscat. So after successful application to the British Council um, to deliver projects in Bahrain, the UAE and Amman, um, the project uh, started in earnest. And of course, uh, Thomas and Marta brought on uh, Elena Brotterus, who's the uh, wonderful artist I've spoken to in another episode of this series, uh, with whom uh, the Wapping Project have had a long, uh, long-standing and creative uh, collaboration over many years. And she became uh, the creative uh, residence leader for the four artists in Amman. Uh, she met the artists, they started online uh, in terms of their development of the practice process um, and then moved uh, later in 2019 um, into uh, a residency in Amman in the mountains and by the sea where the uh, project really uh, obviously took flight. Now what Alina did in this uh, process was ask the artist to think about the idea of a score as a prompt to making work. There are a number of scores. Uh, these were often thoughts, lines, quotations from established artists um, that would uh, give them a way of thinking about generating work. And it, and it really was uh, uh, to put the emphasis on making, just to make in response to this prompt and uh, to see where it took you. Now, this, I think, it's safe to say, was a distinctive way of working for these artists. They hadn't come across this process before, and you'll hear shortly about their responses to that. Um, but uh, once it was established, it became very, very productive. Um, and it saw them working and living together, cooking together and so on over a period of time and uh, developing the works that, of course, finally uh, were exhibited in the show in March 2020. So I just wanted to give you that context just to, to kind of surround their, their very uh, distinctive con uh, con conversational contributions um, and to explain how it came about because of course both for the Wapping Project and for them it was a very uh, distinctive process but one that's worked uh, extremely well and there are hopes uh, with uh, at the time of recording uh, pandemic challenges lifting we, uh, we are uh, assuming uh, in due course that uh, a, a second iteration of this project can happen 
bringing the artists uh, to the UK. All of that, of course, is uh, to be confirmed, but that is the aspiration, and uh, certainly it's very clear from having spoken to the artists that they would love uh, that to be the case uh, were it to happen. So we absolutely do hope that will uh, find its way in due course. So that is a, a little bit of context, as I said, and, and uh, uh, now I will be in conversation with all four artists, Rakaia Mazar, Safa Balushi, Riam Noor Al-Zajali, and Rowan Al-Makruki. So Rowan, perhaps we could uh, start with you, if we may. Now, I just wonder if you could give me a little bit of a sense of your of your practice at the time the Whopping Project uh, made this invitation to you. What were you working on at that time? So my practice has always been very focused on what it means to be a woman from this part of the world. And, you know, what it's like to grow up here and um, to you know, become a young woman and then an adult into in this um, culture, which I find very, very interesting. So it was always kind of observations of that. And um, when this opportunity came along, I was kind of, you can say, kind of stuck in my practice and... Um, yeah, it, it was a very important time for me in terms of not knowing where to go from here. Um, I had mostly shown my work in Amman and in a few other countries, but I was feeling, I don't know what the right word is, but I was feeling a bit stuck on what my next steps will be. Thank you. And you were working across media and also as a curator, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Very humble curator. I've only worked on maybe uh, two or three exhibitions. And they were all at the local gallery, style gallery that I work with. But yes, I work across many different mediums. I don't like to limit myself to anything specific. I like photography and illustration, video art. Um, I love installations. So, yeah. Thank you very much. And also, I'm, I'm, I'm struck by um, your, your uh, founding of Macan Studios, which is a kind of local art school that's working, you know, to create a kind of community, isn't it, in, in yes. Muscat? I mean, how, how has that come about? And do you see that as a kind of creative practice or do you see it as something quite, in a way, quite different from your own personal projects? Well, yes, so that came about, uh, I had originally, was I was working as an art teacher in a public school, and um, it just was not the right fit for me personally, and uh, I had left that job, and I, was I always had this idea of creating like a space, an open space for people to come and learn art, um, especially in a place like Amman or Masqat, um, I feel I still feel like we need more awareness about art. You know, people have a very limited idea of what art is and what it means and how to create art, what is considered art, which you know I understand. So um, it was uh, it was kind of like a project for us to introduce art to people who wouldn't have a chance to have come across this in any other way and um, it was also a way for me to teach which I loved which I love to do 
and it was a way to bring the local artists and with the community and so yes that's how it started thank you very much indeed so Rakaya, what, what sort of work were you involved in at that point um well i used to be a full-time graphic designer at that time um but i tried never to stuck myself in one practice because uh, that was the the only way to figure out my skills and what I'm good in by experimenting new mediums and doing new stuff like uh, like drawing and, and animation and sometimes photography and making very short films. Yeah. Thank you very much. Safa, it'd be great to hear from you now. Um, I was working across performance art and video art, photography and installation. So I was uh, experimenting through these different mediums and um, my focus was uh, uh, specifically in personal experiences and also uh, in the relationship of the individual with its surrounding, if it is society or nature, anything around an individual that can affect them. Thank you very much. And did you feel the work you were making, I mean, perhaps particularly, you know, the work, of course, in, in, in new media, did you feel that that work was, was kind of well received in Amman? And uh, did you feel you had a place, you know, in, in, locally in the culture? Um, there was a potential. Uh, I felt like I had a place, but um, I was aiming for more uh, um, more attention and um, more opportunities and more uh, exposure. And I don't think we have enough here in Oman and in the region. And I think the residency helped us to uh, experiment more and uh, to practice even more. Thank you very much. I mean, that's a very vivid and extensive response. Now, Reham, uh, I'd love to hear from you, if I could, about, you know, your, your the range and, and nature of your practice at the time the uh, Whopping Project made the invitation to you. Okay, my art was focusing on um, the uh, perception of migration and the global refu refugee crisis, um, and also about the current events around the world that um, directly affect my region. Um, but I was stuck with um, finding ways of um, being creative and that's when this program, um, uh, the Wapping Project, sent this invitation and so um, I was uh, glad to take this opportunity because it helped me a lot later um, to um, explore new ways of um, creating, of, of being creative with my work. Thank you very much indeed. Now I know also um, you're also a curator, you co-founded the Art with Refugee initiative which of course has been traveling and showing internationally and, and you've lived and and uh, studied abroad. Your sense now yeah. then in a way of, of how uh, at the beginning of this process you were balancing you know, your own regional and uh, uh, inherited sense of cultural practice with these other initiatives and the sort of impressions that you'd already gathered, you know, from your international uh, stays. Were you already at that point kind of bringing two different traditions together? 
I didn't think about it um, that there were two different traditions because the world we live today, uh, I mean, everything is intertwined. I don't feel that this is um, the refugee crisis or anything else is foreign to me. Um, these are things that affect us all directly. So um, it was very natural for me to work with these um, topics. Thank you very much. That's great. Let's think of, if we could, I'd like to ask uh, how the project developed uh, working with Alina. Now, uh, this was a very uh, uh, distinct, I think, approach for for all four of you in terms of how Alina, uh, in the residency process, asked you to work with this idea of scores, which were kind of creative prompts uh, that would, you know, lead your work in a particular direction for a period of time. And I wonder if you could share with us how you found that process, whether it was a kind of a, a very, you know, comfortable process for you, whether it was productive uh, in, in any way. Um, so how uh, the residency started is it was online for a long time and Elena was sending us scores online and we all had to um, make something in our own time. Um, and I really enjoyed that process. It was it was kind of fun. It was like we're back in school somehow, but in a way that pushes you. And it was very open. So we didn't have to submit anything if we didn't or weren't able to create something according to that score. But when we met in person and we started to do scores every single day, that was that was like taking it to the next level and to me that was like an adrenaline rush you know what can I make today um how like how in how many different ways can I take this one single score how can I interpret it in the way that I feel represents me the best so I really 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 enjoyed it and I still use the scores to yeah to this day I find them very very helpful Thank you very much. And Safa, perhaps you could share your thoughts here. It was very new and uh, I wasn't familiar with it. Uh, but it was very interesting and enriching experience, to be honest. Because um, we got to explore new ways of thinking. I think the scores uh, played a big role uh, in um for us to produce more arts and to think in different ways, uh, to merge the scores with um, the the personal experiences and the output was really interesting. Thank you, thank you, Rukaya. Perhaps we could hear from you now. Yeah, I, like I came up uh, with four different works. Each one had a different feeling and concept, but like somehow they were all connected. Um, through my uh, through my work, I was questioning myself: Who am I, and how I found myself, and how others see me? I lost a lot to find and figure out what I really need to know. Um, I kept asking myself: What is the real sound of my own voice? Like those works are uh, were my voice. They were saying what I couldn't tell in words.
Thank, thank you very much. No, that, that's great. Could you just describe them a little bit for us? One of them were, uh, was a video, uh, me wearing uh, a bright, uh, bright outfit. And there, there is a voice repeating, asking the same question again and again. And that's what I mean, that like I was always listening to other voices. I've, I've never asked myself what's the real sound of my own voice. And through this artwork, I figured out that I have to say it loudly. Like if I want something, I just can say it with my own voice, not just listening to others. Thank you very much. That's great. Well, let's stay with you, Rakai, now. And, and in terms of working with the group, how was it for you, you know, working together as 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 four four women? Because, you know, obviously most artists will work a lot of the time on their own. Was that um, was that productive for you? Yeah, like being in Al Jabal Akhdar with the, the other girls and Irina was a, such a great experience for me. Like I always uh, appreciate the time that I spent there. That's really great to hear. Thank you very much. Now, now Riham, following on from what Rukai said just now, I mean, that was a obviously a very good encounter for her. And, you know, what's important to say, of course, is that all four of you, when it became a, a real world residency, were living and working and, you know, and cooking together and so on. Um, now, this perhaps is very different from how you'd how you'd studied and developed work previously. Or, uh, or was it something that, that felt very um, easy and natural to you? No, it wasn't actually because I'm used to working in my studio and not interacting with others that much. Um, so this was very different. Um, and also at the beginning, I had this um, creative blockage. So um, for the first two days, I thought maybe I was the wrong person for this arts residency. But then um, uh, with the days, um, the, these scores uh, worked wonders. Uh, and uh, there was really no space for any creative blockage. Uh, we had to um, present our scores every single day. Um, and so uh, we, by the end of the two weeks, this intensive art residency, um, we came up with um, several very good art works. So it was amazing. Thank you very much, Rehab. Now let's move towards the exhibition itself. Now, uh, each of the artists, of course, was prompted by the scores and um, obviously delivered work into the exhibition. So, Ryan, I wonder if you could just describe your your work for us, the work that was shown in the in in, in the show. So, I I was showing three different works in the in this exhibition. The first one was a short was a video art. It was a short uh, film. And it was inspired by the score, Open Something Which Is Closed. And in the video, I am washing my hair on the beach. And um, that kind of comes, the history of that, or what inspired me to choose that for that score, is because usually a woman's hair is something that is supposed to be 
covered or hidden, or at least in my own experience. And so by me washing my hair out in the public, that was kind of something very bizarre and so strange. And as I'm washing it, it's not really getting clean. It's, it's kind of getting tangled up in the sand. So I just thought that that fit very well for me with that particular score. And the other two works, one is, it's a series of photographs of self-portraits of me and Elena. And um, we are dressed in each other's clothes. And um, this happened when we were um, just working together and we realized that our clothes are kind of similar, except hers were shorter and mine were longer. So I had a black abaya and a blue scarf and she had a black coat and a really small blue scarf. And uh, we thought that it will be interesting to um, wear each other's clothes for that score. And the last um, series of works, it's a um, series of photographs, self-portraits too. Yeah, so the series of photographs were self-portraits of me um, wearing my headscarf and there's wind, like very violent wind in my face. And so it, it, it was just interesting to see how the, the scarf kind of moves around and I'm just standing there in the same position. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, it's, it's very uh, vivid and distinctive how you're using, obviously, your everyday materials, your clothing and so on, of course, your own, uh, your own uh, hair, uh, literally, to think about these issues in a really creative and, and uh, obviously significant way. Thank you very, very much indeed. And, and now, Safa, perhaps we could, we could hear from you. So thinking about the works you made and, uh, and the choices you made uh, to, to create those works. Yeah, so both of my works were uh, performance pieces. Um, they were both recorded and performed during the residency. The first one uh, was washing the scarf. Uh, this performance was inspired by a score that we were giving, uh, and it was Never Mind, Keep Creating. And this score made me think of the things that we have to tackle as creatives and artists and being a woman um, and the struggle that we face um, and for us to keep going. Um, so, and the other one is uh, washing the rocks. This one was in Qantab and this was inspired by the timeline. So we went through uh, our life timeline and we chose a couple of events that had uh, like a massive impact in our uh, personal life and this is a really a really personal story and it was inspired by that and the the apparent theme in both of the uh, performances is the repetitive action and um, 
the feeling of guilt and uh, the feeling of responsibility to fix uh, stuff and uh, even if it is not my mistake and um, it, it goes in a loop and it's never ending and I wonder if it will it uh, if it would end someday hopefully. Thank you very much. Rukaya, how was it for you in, in this regard? Yeah, I showed a black and, black and white photo uh, where, where it showed me standing in a circle of stone which represents uh, the surrounding around me and the way that how they treat me as a woman. Like at that time, I always felt that I'm in the middle in that circle and I, I never tried to to get out the circle, but but now I can't tell that I I get rid of that circle. Yeah, now I feel much better than what I felt at that time. Thank you very very much indeed. Now, Reham, could you give us a sense of your work, which was I think uh, quite a, a substantial installation? Yes, um, this installation. Um... Uh, there was a score that uh, Elena gave us, I can't remember which one, but it was also inspired uh, by um, a previous work that I did. It was a, a levitating uh, bullet, uh, but this installation was that in a bigger scale. Um, it's called They Will Welcome Us With Flowers, and this is the rhetoric that is still being used today in the continuous U.S. campaigns for war. Um, these are the exact words that the Bush, the Bush administration used um, to convince the American army um, that they would be seen as liberators if they go to war in, with Iraq. So um, um, I, uh, Josh helped me a lot with this uh, installation because he found this factory in Oman that makes um, gas cylinders. Uh, and so he, he made his research in London and um, sent me the address. Uh, so I went there and they made the, these replicas of missiles uh, for me, that uh, replicas of the exact uh, missiles that were used in that war. Um, and then um, we uh, got um, uh, mud and um, flowers and made this uh, bomb garden in the gallery. Um, so that was my piece. Thank you very much. A very dramatic piece. I'm, I'm looking at pictures now, of course, and one that speaks obviously very powerfully to the ongoing uh, international situation. Now I know you're very politically active, of course, uh, on social media and very engaged uh, completely with Palestine at, at the current moment. And so in terms of how you think about your work in, in, in that regard, I mean, this was obviously a significant piece for you. 
as a result of the Wapping Project uh, Commission and Exhibition, and we know, of course, that we know, we hope there will be another part of it where you'll all be able to come over to the UK. But um, what was the impact for you of, of making this work in this kind of creative organisational structure, which is quite different, perhaps, from what you've worked with before? How did it change what you think and feel about your own practice? Um, it's it was nice seeing that there is support from uh, uh, other people from art an art program um, outside of Oman um, that supports this kind of work um, because it's not easy that other usually art residencies and art um, galleries um, don't accept. Um, they're not comfortable with political art. <laughs> um, not everyone agrees with it. So it was, um, it's nice uh, to have this kind of support. Um, and this, this type of art is why I chose to be an artist in the first place. So um, I, it, it, helps, it, it, it helps when you find encouragement and support around you, of course. Absolutely. Thank you very, very much indeed. Now, and, and Ryan, really the same question for you. I mean, obviously it was a very significant moment for all four of you. And I wonder how the, the you know, the experience of, of working through the residency, being in the exhibition, and of course the hope of, you know, future activity once the pandemic challenges have lifted, um, how that's already started to impact on you. And perhaps if it has, you know, uh, changed the, the direction of your work or what you feel is possible. Um. Yes. So, like I said, I'm. It it completely changed the way I work and the way I approach creating new work. I I use the scores in my current work to this day, so that really did impact the way I create. I'm very excited for what the future will bring. Um, that I definitely hope that we can do this again in a different way, maybe in a bigger way, or even in the same way. Um, for me, what this experience has taught me, or what it provided me rather, is, is, a, is a safe space. During the residency, I feel like that was very important for us. What, that's what Elena did, she created a very safe space for us. And that was very important place for me personally to feel comfortable to be brave in creating new work and um, I still carry that with me and so I feel like it was a very very special thing for to, I mean to be provided to us is to have that space, safe space and to also have that kind of unconditional support it's really nice to hear someone say you just tell us what you want to do and we will help you make it and that was what we heard all the time from the from the whopping project thank you very much and and suffer for you the same the same question really thinking about the impact of the project and also the possibilities for the future i do i do think that the residency had a significant uh, impact uh, on my work um because during the residency, we had a constant uh, feedback. And it, I think it helped us to explore and uh, to get to know more about 
uh, ourselves. It's more of a self-reflection. For me personally, um, I wasn't very confident uh, of me as a performer. And I think uh, the residency assured that um, I, I should be a performance artist. And I was very confident and I could say, say it out loud now that I'm a performance artist. And that uh, was a big shift for me. And also uh, the style of my work, um, the way of thinking. Uh, I think also this course played a big role for us to get in the right headspace, for us to make art and to think about uh, the project in a kind of more structured way. Thank you very much. So, uh, Rukaya, perhaps from from you, what was the impact of this process on, on your work, and also on how you feel about what might be possible in the in the future? Yeah, like this experience, like uh, it was a good experience for me. Like it, the program had a really good influence on my inner and outer self. Like as I mentioned before, I used to struggle to represent what I feel into artwork. I've never knew that understanding myself was the main solution to that. I always uh, I always ask myself uh, for a sign to show to show me the, the right way to know me to, to I mean to know me better not just as an as an artist but as an as a human and as a woman. So it was a really great experience and I always appreciate the time I spent there. Thank you very much. And in terms of giving you a sense of, you know, the possibility of making making work um, more widely, like making work, of course, outside of Oman, or giving you the confidence to uh, maybe apply to to projects that are that are that are uh, international. Um, do you have that confidence now? Do you feel that that is something you, you might want to pursue? Yeah, of course, I have that confidence now. Like, I really know now like what I want to be and what I can do. I mean, yeah. That Well, that's that's great to hear. And, and that, um, that feeling, I think, is shared across, you know, all the artists that I've spoken to in this podcast series. It's the idea that an organisation is very much artist-led and, you know, will take, you know, requests and... and uh, creative desires and you know absolutely find a way to you know to help them become realized rather than to obviously reduce or close them down so thank you very much indeed for those words and for sharing your thoughts with us of course about the whole process you know your work and practice outside of this encounter and also obviously your hopes going forward uh, it's been really great to hear that and uh, I do hope that obviously you know in in due course when situations allow that all four of you will be able to, you know, continue this engagement, uh, obviously, in the UK. Thank you very, very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much indeed. I mean, it's a very special project. This, There's no question of that. And it shows the Whopping Project, you know, moving in an ambitious new direction, while at the same time, of course, underpinned always um, by the late Jules Wright's own wonderfully generous supportive and ambitious creativity uh, which is obviously manifested throughout the whole history of the whopping project whether in the building of course or now uh, internationally moving nomadically but still always uh, with such uh, great verve energy and imagination so thank you all very very much indeed 
And in the next episode, I am in conversation with Sam Spencer and Stephen Morgan, long-term friends of The Whopping Project and respectively uh, artist and designer and photographer. They'll be talking uh, very personally about their uh, memories of Jules, um, their working in the restaurant at The Whopping Project, and then uh, going on, of course, to, to show work there, um, both in the building and outside. I do hope you can join me for that. And thank you very much indeed for being with us today. And goodbye. Goodbye.